This story that we're going to explore today is one of the most interesting and intriguing throughout the entirety of the Bible. And most of us are absolutely unaware it ever happened. But by the end of this message, you'll not only know about this story, you'll understand three important facts that most people who do know the story never grasp. It can be said that the entire Bible and the whole of the biblical story is founded upon the first 11 chapters of Genesis. Many important events happen in these first 11 chapters, including creation, the fall, the corruption of mankind, the flood, and even the Tower of Babel. It's important that we properly understand these initial events so we can see how they are affected and how they work with the rest of the biblical story. One of these events that so often gets overlooked or even ignored is the Tower of Babel. Let's dive into the story a little bit deeper and talk about what you need to know about the story of the Tower of Babel. First, why did these people want to build a tower? Did they just wake up one day and decide that they wanted a giant tower so they set out to build one? Let's see what the scripture says. In Genesis chapter 11, verse 1 through 4, it says, Now the whole earth used the same language and the same words. It came about as they journeyed east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they used brick for stone, and they used tar for mortar. They said, Come, let us build for ourselves a city and a tower whose top will reach into heaven. And let us make for ourselves a name. Otherwise, we will be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. Now, judging by these verses, the people wanted to build a city and a tower to make themselves look good, look great. They wanted to be known amongst the land as a great and powerful people. They wanted to build their own kingdom rather than God's. But why a tower? Why build a tower of all things? Well, if you look at ancient cultures and mythologies, the gods always lived on a high place. For example, in Greek mythology, the gods lived on Mount Olympus, a place up high in the mortal realm. So the people thought that if they could build high enough, they would be able to reach where God sits. They wanted to be like God, and they wanted to show God that they could accomplish great things. What does this mean for us? Many times in our lives, we also want to become God. We can call this our God complex. We aren't comfortable with giving over the role of God in our lives to someone else. We want to be our own God, and we want to call the shots in our own lives. Sometimes, we think that if we were God, we would do a better job. Then we slip into thinking that we can be a God and we become self-reliant and ultimately self-destructive. 
What we have to remember is that there is only one God, and He is much higher than we are, and much more intelligent and wiser than we could ever hope to be. We must submit our lives to Him in worship every day. The second thing you should note about the story of the Tower of Babel is that it displays the power of true unity. The Bible says that the people were united in one language, and because of that unity, they could accomplish large things like building the city and the tower. Even God says this in Genesis chapter 11, verse 5 through 7. It says, The Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. The Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they all have the same language. And this is what they began to do. And now nothing which they purpose to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so that they will not understand one another's speech. See, God knew that their utmost unity would elevate their ability to self-destruction. That amount of unity is dangerous depending on what it's used for. This is why Paul talks so much about unity in the church in his letters. When a body of people is unified in mind, spirit, and purpose, nothing can stop them. Paul says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 through 2, Therefore, if there is any encouragement in Christ, if there is any consolation of love, if there is any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and compassion, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Paul knew that for the churches to get through the rough times, through the hard times that they were experiencing, they had to unite together. There's something special about united people that can conquer all. This is an extremely important concept for us as members of the body of Christ. We should do everything in our power to unite ourselves with our brothers and sisters in our local churches and the larger church abroad. It is no mystery that this world today is full of division and things that keep people apart. Yet, as we are Christians in Christ's body, we are called to come together and to function as one building the kingdom as an unstoppable force for God and His glory. The third thing you need to know about the Tower of Babel is that the effects of the events did not last forever. Yes, we still have many different languages today, and many people face a language barrier with others on a daily basis, but God reversed the effects. Let's take a look together. In Genesis 11, God confused the people's languages to split them up to reduce evil. In the events of Acts 2, God did the exact opposite. 
he brought everyone together through languages for good and for his glory. In Acts chapter 2, we have this awesome story at the day of Pentecost. Acts 2 verse 1 through 6 says, When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as a fire distributing themselves, and they rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. Now there were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the crowd came together and were bewildered because each one of them was hearing them speak in his own language. How amazing is this? God takes the events of the Tower of Babel and then reverses them in Acts 2 by His Holy Spirit. And He brings people from all over together by means of language. If you read on in Acts 2, you'll see the aftermath of this was the forming of the first church. It was all purposed so that the body of Christ could come together as one and find unity despite having different languages. God brings this concept of languages full circle as He unites His people by the power of His Spirit. Although we face division and barriers of language and difference, God always brings His people together in the end for His glory. We should strive to be people of unity and of submission to God and His ultimate plan and sovereignty in all things. Believers, let us pray. God, please help us to learn from this story of the Tower of Babel. Help us to recognize you as the true Lord of our lives and to submit to you in all things, even when it hurts. God, we pray that you would bring the church together across the globe and unite your people to the furthest extent so that we can make a change in this world for your name. We ask all these things in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen.